0: How do the cybersecurity challenges faced by ambulatory surgery centers differ from the problems faced by other healthcare provider organizations and what are the risks to patient data and patient safety? I'm Marianne Kobasek McGee, executive editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Tom Hui President and CEO of HST Pathways, a provider of ambulatory surgery center software management solutions. Tom will be speaking to us about some of the biggest cybersecurity issues he sees facing ASCs. So now, Tom, for starters, very briefly describe what ambulatory surgical centers or ASCs are. For instance, are they typically day surgery centers that are part of larger hospitals? Are they standalone types of centers? Just very
1: briefly describe. The majority of ambulatory surgery centers Are freestanding or standalone facilities. There are some that are closely, both physically and as a business arrangement, closely attached or affiliated with hospitals.
0: So, Tom, how do the cybersecurity threats and risks faced by these centers differ from what other segments of the healthcare sector are facing, such as larger hospitals and smaller physician practices?
1: There's a variety of challenges faced by surgery centers depending again on their ownership and management arrangements. So in terms of the freestanding surgery centers, they don't typically have a dedicated IT professional that is on staff and on call 24 by 7. So the challenges are different from the time that they start with an information systems versus the challenges of maintaining security once an information system is implemented. So being consistent and keeping up with the latest technology and doing compliance or monitoring compliance with best practices are typically some of the biggest challenges facing ambulatory surgery centers. So Tom, do
0: these centers typically have their own EHRs that they need to secure, or are these centers typically accessing and sharing data with the patient's EHRs that are maintained by the patient's primary care doctors or other caregivers that actually sent the patient for surgery? And what are the key security problems that you see here in terms of these centers and
1: EHRs? So there are really two classes of applications at these ambulatory surgery centers. One is what we call the practice management piece, which is the administrative tasks that are are being automated. And most surgery centers have already adopted some form of these applications. The penetration or adoption of clinical systems or electronic health records is only around 5% right now in terms of the ASC market and so the awareness and challenges of security for electronic health record systems in an ASC setting is really at its infancy. So the second part of your question is what are the challenges? Are are they similar to hospitals? So freestanding surgery centers tend to have more connections to physician offices, since it's the surgeons that come and and practice at the surgery center. If they're affiliated with a hospital, then there's a need to exchange information or communicate or allow access of information at the surgery center. But the type and amount of information that resides in a surgery center tend to be fairly self-contained and specific so the the type and amount of information that resides in a information system that the surgery center has implemented it's typically the scheduling patient demographics the patient accounting a lot of the claims insurance claims information, in those cases where the surgery center has adopted and implemented an electronic health record, then virtually the entire medical record is electronic or digitized and it's on the information system as well. So that's the class of information we're talking about.
0: And in your assessment, when it comes to this patient information, the protected health information, what are some of the challenges that these Ambulatory surgical centers are having in terms of protecting that data if they don't have a key IT person, for instance, let alone a security officer or a privacy officer.
1: It's both a problem but also a solution, kind of a low hanging fruit that most surgery centers can practice immediately, and that's education. A typical surgery center staff will be very focused and occupied with patient care and these are not typically IT-savvy or IT professionals, and they need to be reminded constantly, educated constantly, what are dangerous things to be doing on the, on the computer, such as opening attachments that they get via email. Another very common uh, practice and exposure is the requirement as part of their daily job, they need to download data or they'll print things off, and sometimes these are saved as an Excel file for further processing. So this information resides on their personal computer or sometimes more troublesome would be mobile devices. We see more and more of our users operating with tablets and iPads and and such, and If information persists and resides on these mobile devices, then you do have an added dimension of risk element. Switching topics just a little bit on this theme, in the drive to adopt and implement electronic health records, we're seeing more and more appetite to integrate clinical devices such as patient monitors and anesthesia machines to an information system to make it a part of the electronic health record so we have basically two types of methods one is wireless and the other is wired and so now we have an additional element of what happens on the network we have clinical data running throughout the network is the data encrypted If it's not encrypted, then you're relying on the network security to protect that transmission of information. The other matrix or dimension of looking at medical devices is that a lot of these patient monitors are actually fairly old models. They're so reliable, you know, it would not be surprising to see patient monitors 10, 15 years old. And if you go that far back, a lot of these devices were not designed and manufactured with cybersecurity in mind. So I think we're seeing a trend where a lot of these ambulatory surgery centers are upgrading their devices to a more current model so that they can adopt better practices and, and have better ability to transmit information to an electronic record.
0: And Tom, as you said, medical device cybersecurity is becoming a big issue, and there are issues with legacy devices and you mentioned that a lot of these centers are sort of upgrading or you know moving to newer equipment. But when it does come to the legacy systems, these medical devices that are still remaining at these centers, how difficult of a task is it for these Centers to keep up with the vulnerabilities that get discovered in some of these legacy medical devices in terms of patching or addressing the warnings that sometimes come out from vendors or from the FDA or from U.S. CERT, for instance?
1: So they really have to rely on their IT professional, whether it's provided by the hospital or by their corporate management company, or by their local IT consultant, professional, that they use. In that scenario, unfortunately today, the best defense is really to have a very, very secure network, which means that the IT professional, whatever the source, keeps the system up to date with security patches, with current security policies on their firewalls, to the degree that they could afford and are sophisticated enough to have intrusion detection technology in place. Today, those are the practical things that they can do.
0: So now, Tom, you also mentioned that a lot of these centers are, again, freestanding. They don't necessarily have a full-time IT person or, you know, a security person. What do you see as the biggest concerns from a cybersecurity perspective when it comes to the risk to patient safety and data, when it comes to cybersecurity and the medical devices at these centers, considering that, again, you know, they might be anesthesia systems, they may be surgical devices, even robotics. What concerns you the most?
1: I think that the information technology infrastructure can be so different throughout the industry because of the size of the facility, the management of the facility, what their perception is. There's such a range of ability and knowledge and awareness of cybersecurity that we see very different types of risk exposures. Again, it's a recurring theme, but today the best and most practical defense is going to be the network security that the facility is part of. The other types of risk that you would see, I personally haven't read or heard about cybersecurity breaches in which patient safety was compromised. I think if that were ever to occur, you're talking about perhaps interference of the clinical data being transmitted and stored. And so what what is the financial gain from a hacker other than doing a great deal of mischief? But the other cybersecurity that is more financially driven would be the practice management side of things where someone may want to try and steal demographic information such as credit card data if that's being stored on systems or very personal data such as social security numbers and so forth. The good news is that I think the trend of healthcare is becoming more and more aware and cognizant of those risks, so you're starting to see systems like ours where we make a point of not storing credit card information. And we're starting to see more and more users being very knowledgeable about being determined to work with their information system vendors so that certain types of information are not printed on reports. And when they are printed on reports, there are role-based access, so only certain people with legitimate needs could access that information. So those are all good trends that are happening, that type of awareness. I think another thing that that we do as a company, and I think we're seeing more and more information systems adopting this approach, is to utilize what we call encryption at rest or 24 by 7. So hypothetically, let's say there was a break-in, and someone got through the network. And they're smart enough to figure out where the databases are, but then what are they going to steal? A copy of a highly encrypted database. So you've got some additional protection even after a breach. And the good news is more and more vendors are starting to understand and be responsible for doing that. And our company offering our our application in the cloud we could afford to bring that type of technology to our customers. I mean, technology is expensive, and you have to, the practical element is that it's got to scale. And so, again, those are some of the challenges of the smaller independent surgery centers that try to house their own infrastructure.
0: Thanks, Tom. I've been speaking to Tom Hui. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.